Welcome to Inbound Sales Journey. If you want to hone your sales skills and learn from the leaders on inbound selling, you've come to the right place. This episode of Inbound Sales Journey is brought to you by Do Inbound, the world's first project and process management platform built specifically for inbound marketing agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan and Greg. Welcome back to episode number 16 of Inbound Sales Journey. I'm your host, Gray McKenzie. I am joined by Ryan Herman. And today we are continuing in season number two of the podcast where we're diving into the common objections that you hear when you're trying to sell inbound services to clients. And so last time on episode number 15, the objection that we addressed was what do I actually get for that price tag or that that objection where a client says you're too expensive or they don't really understand the value that they're going to get from the services that you're going to be providing. So we talked through how to address that objection when it does come up, but more importantly, uh, the keys to not allowing that objection to come up in the first place, to proving value on the front end so that that doesn't come up down the road. So if you're interested in learning how to answer that objection, head back and check out episode 15. But today, we're going to be diving into another objection, which is always a fun one to get. And Ryan, I'm going to, I'm going to push this one over to you to answer first. And the objection is just, uh, essentially, we have the internal resources to do inbound marketing in-house. So you get into that sales conversation, and you've been explaining what you can do, and the client says, I, I do believe in this inbound stuff, but we're going to handle this in-house. We've got the team and the capabilities to do that. How do you respond? Yeah, I'm, I'm always a little surprised when I get this one, honestly, Gray. Uh, I don't get it all the time, but it is definitely one that's come up from multiple um, prospects that we've had in the past. Um, and I really, the way I answer this is is pretty similar every time. Um, and if someone tells you that and they're speaking with us as an agency, my question to them is just, why have you not started this in, sooner then? Um, and there's a variety of answers that I'll get. Um, but I'll also ask in another way, I guess, to ask that, but digging in a little deeper, like, why are you looking for help from agencies? Why are you speaking with, with me as an agency, if this is something you're planning on doing in house? Um, and then I'll also ask, is anyone experienced running inbound marketing, um, on your internal team? So typically after asking those, those three questions, um, the most common response that I get is, number one, they think that they have a, an internal marketing team. Therefore, you know they can commit some resources to be able to do this because when they're talking with agencies, they're looking for educational help. We've kind of laid out the process and how that works, and they think, well, that's maybe not too hard. I can just take this back to my team and do that. And that, that's typically like the precursor of why why they will, will give me this, this statement or this objection. Um, and but what I really do at that point is try to try to dig in into have them come to the conclusion of I don't have any experience. My team doesn't have experience with this. And what we're really missing is the strategy side of thing, which fits really well with our sales process, Gray, because the first part of our sales process is an inbound marketing game plan. And what I will explain to them and what we will dig into is if you do not have a solid strategy, a foundation to move forward, I use a lot of the times the analogy since I came from home construction, the blueprint of building the house, if that hasn't been well thought out, well laid out, when you actually go to build the house uh, and then live there, you're going to experience issues, you're going to experience problems. And that is what the game plan is to 
uh, inbound marketing services. It's figuring out um, right up front in the beginning what is the strategy, the recipe for success that we are going to carry forward with some tangible takeaways, actual um, you know different pieces of of inbound marketing, the different um, calls to action, different things um, more specifically that we are going to be creating on their behalf. Now, when they think that they can uh, do it internally, we at least explain. purchase the game plan buy the game plan because if you plan on doing this internally if you don't have experience here we are going to give you this document that lays out exactly what needs to be done now our game plan is designed to overwhelm people um, and not like falsely there's a lot of work that goes into inbound that i think people don't realize don't anticipate they think it's easier than it is Um, it overwhelms them and then we are after going through this game plan with them mapping it out and saying you know what hey you guys can do this internally there's always that moment of, dang, this is way more work than we thought. And then it turns into, okay, you don't actually have the resources that you thought to, to execute on this. Why don't we help you out? We're the natural fit, obviously, at that point to help them out to an upsell of maybe a partnership where they're doing some of the work, they're doing some of the um, the blogging, the writing, and we are you know doing pieces of it as well, getting them set up with HubSpot, also doing some writing, bringing some of our copywriters, whatever that's going to be at the end. But this question uh, with having the game plan as, as the first step in our sales process uh, really works to negate um, this a, as an objection. Yeah. Ryan, there's so many ways to go with this uh, objection. And one of the things, kind of what you said first, and that reminded me of one of my favorite uh, trash talkers during college. So uh, in college, playing lacrosse, playing an indoor game at, uh, at Pitt, at the University of Pittsburgh. And the way that the field was set up, we're on artificial turf and directly above the field almost, um, there are fans who are sitting about 20 feet up and almost right over the fence. And so uh, there was a play over on the sideline, and I tried to do a fancy pickup on a ground ball uh, against two pit defenders and got the ball checked out of my stick and out of bounds, and it was a turnover. And uh, if it had worked out, it would have been awesome, but it didn't. And I think this is this is the most memorable thing that a fan said directed at me during college was uh, just like completely monotone, just said, how'd that work out for you? And I just like laughed because that's not a typical fan thing to say. But that that's kind of the same question that I think that we're asking agencies here first. And in that situation, it made me laugh. But th- that's my initial retort is, okay, you can do this in-house. How's that working out for you so far? Um why isn't why aren't you doing that right now? And so I think that we can get into that. I also try to share with people during the sales process uh, a couple things. One is I think that we can disarm the prospect first and say, "Listen, I'm not trying to just be that agency who takes ten thousand dollars from your company every month for nothing." Ultimately, I think that hopefully you and I are aligned that the best case scenario is for your company to do the bulk of this stuff in-house because the people who are working in-house are going to be uh, the most engaged with your company. They're going to have a sense for your culture. They're going to be able to contribute in ways that I'm just not going to pick up on as an agency. And my team does great work, um, but that's the best case scenario. Now, unfortunately, what that means to really do inbound well is you need all these different skill sets from different people and an awful lot of time and energy and specialized skills that is incredibly expensive for you to hire and implement out of the box to really get the most out of inbound. Um, so either you have that talent right now and they're off doing something else, so they're busy, so are you going to take their time from what they're doing currently to do this? Or you don't have that talent in-house right now 
And so what are you going to do to go out and bring that in? And is that going to be less expensive? And if you're willing to do that, that's awesome. Now let's also talk about this. Why does inbound fail for, uh, for so many companies? Why do they not have success with inbound marketing? And I lay out the reasons that I've seen most commonly. And one of the reasons that I think everyone's anticipating is you just don't have the people with skills to do it. You don't have someone with strong writing skills. You don't have a good designer. You don't have a good developer. You don't have someone uh, who's good at looking at the analytics and figuring out how to do things. You don't have all these different pieces. But, but really, that's not the reason that most folks fail. It's not for a lack of skill set. Um, a huge one is a lack of commitment. I think that's very prevalent. But that's kind of obvious. And if they're if they're saying they're committed to do inbound marketing, maybe they are, maybe they aren't. But if we take them at their word and they are committed, maybe that'll happen. But the third one, and and what I see most frequently from people who are well-intentioned, they're somewhat committed to the methodology. I'm not going to go and say they're 100% committed, but they're very much committed to to this idea at the beginning. What happens is the, the word inbound, the two words inbound marketing is uh, – doesn't lead you at all to all the work that goes into making inbound work for your company. And so what happens is you've got a grand vision for where you want to go, but you don't have a way to break that vision down into day by day, what are the activities that I'm going to do that I'm going to hold myself and my team accountable to, to achieve that vision. And that is where most companies fail with inbound is they don't have a way to break down their grand vision of where they want to go um, into the steps that it's going to take to get them there. And that's what the game plan process helps with. So if they have a way to do that, and I just share that with them and say, what is, what's your strategy for getting around this? Um, how are you going to combat that and break it down? And so it, again, like all the objections that we've tried to answer so far, um, the key at the end of the day is to ask questions and say, okay, we've talked about how important this is. Now, can you see why so many plans fail? So many people say, uh, January 1st or December 31st, I want to lose 20 pounds this year. Well, what happens is 20 pounds, nobody loses 20 pounds in a week or two weeks. Um, and so what it's going to take is it's going to take a commitment to doing the the right things over and over and over. And it's not complex, but it's going to take discipline and you need to know what that right plan of attack is to do that. Um, and so the number of folks who can relate saying, yeah, I've set that goal before to lose weight or do simple things. And this isn't even like losing weight is very straightforward. It's not as com- inbound isn't complex, but losing weight is even less complex. Uh, and they understand that there is that disconnect between the grand goal. I can picture myself being 20 pounds lighter, but I'd never set the action steps in place. And so as a result of not taking those, I didn't achieve my vision. And so if they can relate to that and you just ask the simple question, how are you going to prevent this from happening? Um, I think that that has been kind of one of the most effective ways of helping to dig into why this stuff fails for folks and help them to realize how much uh, how much they would benefit from having us come in and work with their team to set up a plan. And then what this eventually will lead into, too, if you do happen to run through the game plan process or you come in and you're in some form of, of engagement is there's varying levels of this. So someone might want to know, uh, kind of like what we talked about in the last episode, Ryan, someone might want to know, well, I can produce all the content. Uh, so I just need you guys to do the optimization and the design and development and the analytics and all this other stuff. And so there, there are a whole bunch of other objections that we can address in future episodes that might come out of this. But initially to turn that conversation from, I don't need an agency's help to, I do, uh, I do see the value in having an agency come in and help me out with this. I think it's really asking questions and digging into how they plan to achieve that and also disarming them up front with, we're on the same plan. 
but we can be the people to help get you to the point where you can take this in house. Yeah, that's great stuff, Gray. And one, I'm just this is just like a, a general sales tip, something that we do um, that we do a lot. It's been helpful for me, uh, and that is um, using stories, using analogies that are strong. Um, good parallels, um, like you just uh, shared, Gray, talking about losing weight in that plan in helping people to to not just view it as you know an inbound marketing specific thing, but this can be related to other areas of life. Helps people understand what you're saying, um, and and I really love you know pulling in different analogies and different stories, and and that's you know a semi related tip because you just talked about it, Gray, but just like kind of a just a, a general sales tip for you um, for people who are listening is anytime you can bring in stories people relate very very strongly to stories especially if it's you know most people in america at least a lot of us are overweight and have all tried to go on diets in the gym and stuff a lot of people can relate to that i think that that's really strong gray to to get your point across as well so yep good stuff all right well let's wrap it up there ryan and um i'm excited for the next episode where we're going to dive into the the objection from folks who want to know Okay, I'm going to do inbound, but how long is it going to take to start seeing results? So that's coming up next time on Inbound Sales Journey. If you want the show notes from today's notes, you can head over to doinbound.com slash salesjourney. Click on the latest podcast episode, and you can grab the notes right there. The other thing that you can do is you can scroll to the bottom of that post, and you will find a link to be able to download the 10 steps to building an inbound agency sales system, a resource that we've put together for inbound agencies who are working on their sales system right now or maybe you're in that list of people who know i need to revamp this i need to put time here um but you just need it broken down into the steps kind of like what we just talked about i think that this is going to be a helpful resource for you thank you for listening to inbound sales journey you can find the show's notes for today's episode at doinbound.com slash sales journey that's doinbound, all one word, dot com slash sales journey. Today's show was brought to you by the Agency Sales System, the online course designed specifically to teach you how to build a rock solid agency sales system inside your HubSpot CRM. Learn more at doinbound.com slash sales course. That's doinbound, all one word, dot com slash sales course. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to iTunes and subscribe and make sure to leave us a review of the show. Until next time, remember, life is a journey. Keep moving forward.